1: Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 458. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk football tonight, CFL football. I kind of do that all the time, don't I? Well, hey, what the hell? Hey, um, you know, back in March, March of this year, uh, I made a statement, and it was that we would not have a CFL season this year, and we would be lucky if we had one in 2021. We would be lucky to have one in 2021. Well, it's looking like we might not have one in 2021 because back in March, I said that if we do not get a handle on this pandemic, if we do not get a handle on this virus, if people do not follow the instructions on how to take care of yourself, it's going to get out of control. The fucker hasn't even got started yet. It is going to slam us this winter. OK, absolutely slam us and nobody's taking it serious anymore. So, no, I don't honestly think that we're going to have a CFL season. I, I don't. It's over. And there's people who say, well, we won't have football until there's a vaccine. Well, what moron is going to take a vaccine that's been rushed through it, its creation, hasn't properly been time trialed, and, and it is protected by the Protection Act? There, nobody and anybody who takes that vaccine is a complete utter moron i don't i don't get it i don't understand what the hell would you want them to t- put in your arm you know just hey is this just a shotgun that's what we do when we fix cars right we just throw things at it until it's running again fix this module change that module change this and then all of a sudden hey it's running we did it that's how you deal with a virus Okay, so I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know whether we're going to just be running this podcast forever with no football. What are we going to call it? Do we get to change things around? I don't know. Okay, well, let's uh, bring on the panel here and uh, talk some football. And uh, first one up on the, the board here is William. William from a Sunny Penticton, British Columbia. How you doing, buddy? I'm
0: good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk COVID at all tonight. Okay. Because I still have my own thoughts about it, and I'm not going to even go down that road. And I hope there is a football season next year.
1: I hope there is but, too. I, it's just just not looking good.
0: I, I don't I don't even know if there's going to be a world at this time next year. So no,
1: there won't um, be in America.
0: Well, I'm thinking. <laughs> I Canada think they got about too,
1: two and unless, a half weeks, and then it's over.
0: Unless we get rid of the little pipsqueak in Ottawa, but that's not going to happen real soon. Cause that didn't go on today, so who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And I'm rather disappointed. But you know what? If you want some excitement in your life, just tune in to November 3rd. It's oh, going to yeah. be an exciting day. It's, it's going to be a very exciting day. Yes, it will.
1: Well, and what is your you prediction? I know it's politics, and we're Donald, not going to talk. We're not going to talk politics. Yeah, no, no, no predict- I
0: think, I think, I think
1: Donald Trump is going to win again. Okay. Are you there. Uh, yeah, but just tell me, who do you think is going to win the election, Biden or, or Trump?
0: Are you talking to me again,
1: Charles? No, I'm talking oh, to Charles. Sorry,
0: Charles. You cut out. I didn't hear you say my name.
1: Sorry, sorry, uh, Charles. Yeah. Charles, Biden or Trump?
0: Um. I got to say, I think Biden's going to win. I just think Trump is just, he's unraveling like crazy. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not 100% convinced of that. I'm not, but I I just, I can't see enough people vote for him. He's a nut job. But you know what? I I said the same thing four years ago, so what do I know? But i i stick with my thought that Biden will win. Mark?
2: Trump, via the Supreme Court, he's going to pull a George Bush.
1: Okay, and uh, C.J. says it's going to be Trump by a landslide. It's not even going to be close.
0: You see, see, and me and C.J. agree on this, because I agree 100%. It's
1: not (laughs) going to be close.
2: I don't think it's going to be. And then Civil War begins. Yep.
1: But
2: on on the entertainment side, we do get the debate tomorrow night. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't but I'm think thinking that's actually
0: on the, worthy on the, on the entertainment side I wouldn't put it past I wouldn't put it past Some strange group in the states After Biden loses To take him out and hang him in the town square And blame <laughs> Donald Trump on And blame Donald Is Trump there? about it
1: Okay yeah. Well There's a good possibility in yeah. that But I doubt it I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. I think Biden now has security for the rest of his life. Secret service. Yeah, yeah. I think that for some strange reason, they're really big on protecting the president down there. I don't know. In in four years, he's gone forever. He's no longer important. Why would you spend money on it? I understand hey, if it's a royalty what? or somebody who's born into it and, and you have to protect them until they die. Yeah, I got that. But a president, big deal. He's dead. He's dead. Who cares? Move on.
0: And you know what? And the real scary thing—the real scary thing—is they protect these presidents like they protect these presidents and the ex-presidents. And nobody had the thought or the where for, where for, wherewithal to protect John Lennon. Okay?
1: Yeah, exactly. And he's, been,
0: he's been gone for forty years as of last Friday, I think it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what a shame! What a shame!
1: So, without question, I—I I, know—and. And. It's a sad, sad state of ha- affairs. Was that uh, yeah. was that John Hinckley?
0: No, no, that, that was Mark was, uh, David Chapman. Mark, Mark, Mark David, David Chapman, not Ronald right. Reagan. Who, by the yeah. way, who by the way, Mark David Chapman has tried to be trolled eleven times and they've said he's no. Good luck happen. with that. Good luck with which which is, that.
1: Bring him nice. out. I think he'll get assassinated. He'll get killed. So
0: Is what it is. Yep. Anyways, is what it is. He would have been eighty last week, and Yoko Ono is now eighty-seven, and
1: still can't sing.
0: She's, she, she's a catch at eighty-seven. She's worth seven hundred million dollars.
2: So, yeah, amazing. You mean John Lennon's estate is worth seven hundred? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? No, <laughs> no, he does not actually, have an estate. No, 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 he does not have, have an actually, estate. She,
0: she actually increased the estate. When he died, he was worth $600 million. And now it's worth $700 million. So $100 million in
2: 40 years is not bad. <sighs> yeah. That's a good appreciation, right? Yeah.
1: There, there is. Yeah. Once the... One state- and the assets are, are distributed to the to the heirs. There is no longer in the state. That is correct. So, anyhow, okay, let's talk about football. do games? No, no, no. We got Well, it, it, I, I introduced Will, and we got onto this Trump thing, and, and I never really brought you guys in. Anyhow, I got a couple of people online here. I got Charles and Mark, and they're typical for here. So welcome to the show, guys. And uh, I just kind of have to do that. Yeah. It's kind of my job, right? I have to introduce you guys. No rant? I did a rant.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, it was wasn't. about Donald Trump.
1: No, the rant no, was no, about, you, about the no, football, football. COVID. Yeah. and COVID. So Losing Ball. next COVID. year as yeah. well as this year we you not paying attention no. to at all?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. The <laughs> CFL will be gone if there's no CFL
2: next year. And that's what I say Correct. too. Especially if Rock does bring the XFL back.
0: But I hear that's not till 2022. They're not. They're planning that.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yep. Rudy
1: is a nut bar, okay? I just can't, I, I cannot, I cannot deal with him anymore. I don't know why he's still in the group. Why haven't we taken him out?
2: What's he mad at you about now?
1: Oh, uh, it, it just, it, we're going on in this Bo Levi Mitchell thing, and he's just, he's off on a tangent. Uh, I, I got to phone Will. He's, he's, he lost, got lost. What? I don't know. Did, he, did we drop him? Yeah. It, it says he's not here. Hmm. <laughs> so I'll place him into the screening room and give him a call because he's got to come back. No good to talk talking to picking on of. Bo Levi Mitchell if Will's not here, you know? It's just not, not right.
0: There What's you. Up with that? Are you back? Yeah, I'm here.
1: What the hell happened to you? What the hell happened? I don't know. It keeps on dropping. Uh, you or you or blog talk? I don't know. Okay. I don't
0: know. It just says call ended, so must be blog yeah,
1: talk. Yeah, it just says know. that you dropped. It just says drop. Yeah. Boom. Gone.
0: Maybe it's something to do where I'm at. Who knows? <laughs> Who well, knows? you're
1: wearing your mask, right? You're in Penticton there, because that's like COVID capital of BC. No, I'm not in
0: Penticton. I'm outside of Penticton and no I'm not wearing my mask only when I go into Penticton.
1: Do you have the virus?
0: And a, and of course there's a number of people that aren't wearing their masks here because BC it's not mandatory out here apparently.
1: It's not. No, it's not. And because I, I just asked, do you have the virus? Or you don't I know, know I don't have you the virus. You actually don't know after don't you've been in an airplane. Virus. Uh, why would you wear a mask uh, if you don't have the virus? I don't have you, the virus. I wouldn't. You, did you a want
0: mask. me to send you the Did you want me to send you the article where they say it's uh the chance of you getting the virus in an airplane are 1 in 27 million now. Oh,
1: cool. Don't
0: don't don't get me started on this. Don't get me started on COVID. Please oh. don't get me started cuz okay. I'm I'm The more I'm, says that the more I want to hear it, but I know it oh, no, all. Yeah. No, I'm just I they're talking about outbreaks in Alberta and in Calgary, and they're talking about fucking sixty cases and six people in intensive care, and it makes me fucking crazy. Sorry. It doesn't really sound yeah. much like an outbreak because, but whatever. Because the minute they start this shit again and they fucking wipe things, put things down, it's gonna kill this. It's going to kill this province. It's going to kill this province so bad it's not funny.
1: Wow. And I'm the just, oil industry is killing the province, so there's really not much am just to say about not it.
0: looking. I'm just not looking forward to trying to look for a new job or something like that. Not that I would ever oh, look you, for a new you job. You can retire.
1: But you know that.
0: Yeah, I know I can, but I don't want to. Okay. There's still money to be made out there.
1: Anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so last week was a short week. We only had three games. Uh, We had the Ottawa Red Blacks into Calgary to play the Stampeders. Calgary was up with 10-point bonus on this one, and the dice rolled, and Ottawa 34, Calgary 73. Oh, the Stamps bit, took that one hard, slapped around the Red Blacks. Will, you took the Red Blacks. You got zero points on that one. Mark took two for Calgary. Uh, Charles took two for Calgary, and CJ, uh, yeah, I took the red-black. What a dumb one. Goose Egg. Okay, the second game was the Edmonton Eskimos and the Hamilton Tiger Cats. In Hamilton, so Edmonton higher-ranked team split the points at five and five. Dice rolled down. Edmonton 27, Hamilton 30. Oh, the Cats took that one over the Eskimos. Uh, Charles, you picked up two points. Will got two. Uh, Mark. Mark. Edmonton, C.J. Edmonton, goose egg that one. Uh, Okay, and uh, the third game was the Toronto Argonauts into Winnipeg to play the Blue Bombers. Five and five split. Toronto put up their awesome offense and got 17 points with Matt Nichols, and Calaris came in with 36. And the Bombers defeat the Argos. Uh, Charles took Winnipeg, Will took Toronto, Mark took Winnipeg, and CJ took Toronto. This is the first week this year that CJ ends up with zeroes. Uh, Mark got four points, Will got two, Charles got six. Charles is catching right up to CJ. I'm kind of tanking, just like the BC Lions, right at the end of the season here. So I'm not doing real well. not happy about this, but I'm still in first place. I'm CJ is in first place with 89 points. Charles is two points back with 87 mark is uh 65 he's out of contention there and will dropped a couple more so he's at 53 in the west bc lions with 24 points saskatchewan with 23 points because they had a tie and calgary uh same amount of wins as Saskatchewan, but they didn't have the tie, so they're back at 22 points. So it's a very tight race coming down the wire, first, second, and third in the West. Uh, Edmonton's uh, a ways off at 14 points, and Winnipeg is at 12. So uh, we've got in a tie, or, sorry, 10 wins in a tie for 21 points is in first place. They clinched the division title. Uh, Ottawa Red Blacks have clinched the playoff position at 16 points and Hamilton at 5 and 11 Montreal at 2 and 14 uh, right now we have both Western teams that are not going into the playoffs Edmonton and Winnipeg are both both crossover potentials okay because both of them have more wins than the Hamilton team can't both cross over only one team's allowed to cross over and even if they were better than Edmonton or Ottawa so let's see what happens. We got two more weeks of football. And speaking of week 20, we got four, t- four games. We got Calgary Stampeders into Ottawa to play the Red Blacks. That's a five and five split. Uh, we got Winnipeg and BC, 10 points for BC, Montreal, Edmonton, 10 for Edmonton, Hamilton into Saskatchewan, 10 for Saskatchewan. So we've got a five-and-five five split with the Stampeders and Red Blacks. Charles, who you, are you taking?
0: Uh, I normally don't like taking the Red Blacks unless maybe they've got it stacked. Where they don't this time, it's kind of a split. It's a five-and-five five split, so I take the Stampeders.
1: You're taking the Calgary Stampeders. Okay. Yes. And And uh, Mark. Ottawa. Mark takes Ottawa. CJ is going to take Ottawa, and William, what do you got? Stamps. Calgary. What?
0: Stamps, Peters, Calgary.
1: You're taking Calgary? Yep.
2: Yeah. Christopher, just take the opposite of whoever Oh, right, 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 right.
1: Sorry, I, like, <laughs> I got the wrong person on the opposite side of things. You're right, Mark. You're right. Okay. My bad, my bad. Uh, Winnipeg into BC, BC 10-point advantage. Charles, you're going to take the the Lions there?
0: Yeah, obviously.
1: And, uh, Mark, you're going to take... Hang on. Uh, come on, you should be ready for this. you got to flip the coin. Now I'm taking Winnipeg. You're taking Winnipeg? Did you flip the coin for Ottawa? Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear it. Okay, CJ has taken BC. And Will, are you going to take BC on this one? Uh, yeah. Okay. We keeping you up? <laughs> nope. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Montreal into Edmonton. Edmonton has a 10 point advantage here. Charles, who are you going to take? Uh,
0: I'm going to, I think this one I'm going with the advantage in taking Edmonton.
1: Okay, and uh, Mark, what are you doing?
2: Montreal. Oh.
1: And CJ's going to take Edmonton.
0: And it forces Will to take Edmonton. No, Will's taking Montreal.
1: Whoa, just can't take Edmonton no matter what. He's not going to take Edmonton no matter what. Oh, you better take (laughs) Saskatchewan, Mark, just to be nice to him, okay? Ah. Hamilton into Regina, 10-point bonus for Saskatchewan. Charles, who are you going to take?
0: Hmm. I uh, think on this one I'm going to err on the side of the bonus, too, and uh, go with Saskatchewan.
2: Wow.
1: And yes. Mark?
2: I'm taking Saskatchewan. Okay.
1: William, are you going to take Hamilton then? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Sure. And uh CJ's going to take Hamilton on this one. just cause. Can't 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 ride can't play it safe and, and cover Charles all the way along. So, you either got to put some separation in here or let him jump ahead. Give him a false yeah. sense of security at the end of the season. Okay, that's the games. They're in the books. We'll see what happens. Sparky, hope you got him. Coming up on uh not necessarily the news. Do you guys remember that?
0: I do. Yep. HBO. Yep.
1: Yep. No. I believe on Super
0: Channel in Canada. No. Not necessarily the news.
1: Not necessarily the news was from Saturday Night Live with Jane Curtin. No, that was Weekend Update. No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> You're older than me. Why am I telling you this? The Weekend Update was the, the fake news. They still do it today, as a matter of fact. I don't know who hosted today. Someone who's not funny, because that's everybody on that show. But in Saturday Night Live, their fake news was called Weekend Update.
1: That, that's new. It was it started out as not necessarily the news. But maybe, I, maybe it spun off or something. I don't know. To my
0: knowledge, it was called Weekend Update right back to the beginning with uh, Chevy Chase. And Charles would be right.
1: Charles will be right.
0: He is right. Because I, believe it or not, and I don't know if you guys do, I still watch Saturday Night Live. Really? Yep.
1: I stopped watching before Eddie Murphy joined them.
2: Yeah, no, I still watch it. It's gold, gold right now. It's had its moments. It's, had it's, its gold got moments. some gold moments right now. Really? Yeah. The political stuff is awesome.
0: I heard Jim Carrey ah.
2: is really good as Joe Biden.
1: How could it he not, not even, be? Hey? I mean, there's a lot of political shit going on right now. He, he was, was
2: even better as Joe Biden's fly.
0: I missed that was, one. I miss that. Oh. But I heard about it.
2: Yeah. There's still some good parts to happen Yes, there is.
0: Yes, it is. Watched every Saturday night. Not necessarily on Actually, Saturday I, night. but I shouldn't say nobody's funny on that, because I think Kenan Thompson is still on Saturday Night Live, and I like him. I find him very funny. I really like the loud mouthed black woman. Oh, uh what's her name? Um what's her jo- name? um uh something Jones, I think. It's uh yeah, she's hilarious. I don't know, I can't remember what her name but is I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's hilarious. And I'm not a funny guy, just so you guys know. But I still watch Saturday Live.
1: The Coneheads and Samurai Chef. Do you remember Samurai Chef? And John Belushi. Yep. John yep. Belushi. Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Lions GM Ed Hervey resigns. Now, usually I'm in the loop and. I got the skinny on what's going on inside of the BC lions from various different sources. And I can't figure out why I have no information on what happened here, why anything else. And then I realized there is no loop anymore. There's nobody there anymore. No, there's nobody there to be passing on information. So I, I really have absolutely no idea. Why Ed Hervey resigned, it was for personal reasons, and that's all I've heard so far. Has anybody heard anything different?
2: No. No. Nothing. There's been nothing put out at all. you think if any CFL reporter right now had news on it, it would be out there. You
1: would yeah. think, wouldn't you?
0: But there's nobody to talk to because nobody's at the office because there's no nothing <clears throat> going on. So no, you know, maybe, yeah. So I I don't know. Maybe he just quit because he got bored because there's nothing to do. Um, or maybe going home. Yeah, who knows?
1: I well. it's just. There could it be a plethora of different reasons right now. I mean, yeah. I mean, I've I've gone through them in my head. Did David Braley ask him to take a, a massive pay cut, and he say, "No, I'll just, I'm leaving." Uh, it, has he been offered a job in the XFL? Uh, has he been told to do something by David Braley and says, "I'm not doing that. You're an idiot," and, and, and left. Um, you know, there's a or you know, his wife could be sick. He could be sick. You know, he needs to take care of his mother. Uh, there's a, a plethora of reasons why somebody in his position would all of a sudden not be there. And none of them have to be bad. I mean, granted, somebody's health being bad is, is not a good thing in any way stretch the team, but it doesn't affect the team in any way other than the fact they just lost their GM, which they're not going to replace. So, you know, Rick Gamble and, and Neil McAvoy... Uh, are going to take over and they're going to just kind of keep going. So I think uh, Rick Campbell probably will end up being the the GM come next season or come after Christmas because we got free agency coming in February, right? So we will have free agency whether or not there's football, but there's certainly not going to be any signing bonuses. No, no GM is that stupid, are they? <laughs> well, it
2: is the CFL. This is a league that drafted a dead guy. Twice. So,
1: <laughs> so, so,
2: so,
0: let me ask you guys this. Because I've, I've talked to some people, and... I, I'm just curious to know, do you think there's a possibility that he gave up because, or he quit, because there's at least two years of preparation for him to be part of before the Schooner is a part of the CFL and he's their GM? Or maybe he's a part oh, owner. God. Or maybe or maybe he's a part owner. Okay, Maybe we should start that rumor. Maybe.
1: He's not that stupid, okay? And
0: then then let's get it all in there. And I've heard rumors that Marcus Crandall is going to be the head coach.
1: No. So. No. I heard that one of the principal investors is Chris Carter, and he's looking for a place for his son. Oh, that could be it too.
0: Okay. And and actually, Ed Hervey did – Signed Chris Carter last year, you know that, eh? So he would probably sign him again. Just say it, man. Just say it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's possible.
1: Charles, what are your thoughts?
0: I wish Ed Hervey all the best. Uh, I mean, it really caught me off guard, to be perfectly honest, because I. I mean, there wasn't any rumors or anything like that that was just popping up. And a lot of times when you see a guy resign out of a sudden like that, usually within a few days, you know, you start to see, um, you know, reasons why uh, starting to pop up. But that hasn't happened at this point. So well, all
2: of this is really a strange
0: one. But yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's really strange. I don't
1: know. It's this just, one's just kind of confusing more than anything else. I I don't think anybody cares. And, and and because there's no season it's not significant. No, no not really the
2: year. Any other year this is extremely significant.
1: Oh, especially two weeks before the end of the season. Yeah.
0: Yeah, me thinks it wouldn't have happened. Okay. Possibly. Unless unless the Lions were three and fifteen or something, he'd be fired, so You know what I mean? So, Well, there's a
1: lot of speculation around why he's resigned. Right now, there isn't any.
2: No. Could it be possibly he's enjoying staying at home? He doesn't need the money, or he shouldn't need the money.
1: Kind of like Mark. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I'm just staying at home. He's in the States with the family. Hmm. This will be the longest he's been with his family Probably Well when's the last time he was out of football Completely
0: Um. Probably right after he retired I'm guessing
1: Yeah And okay, how many years my...
2: ago was that So maybe he's enjoying staying home
1: Well my question to you Mark Right now Because there's really not much for him to do as the BC Lions GM, except collect a no. paycheck. Yeah. So why would you throw that paycheck away when you're really not doing anything to earn it?
2: Oh, no, agreed. I'm not saying that's the 100% reason he's doing it, but it could be a part of it. And it
1: but, but, okay, I just, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay home, I'm going to retire. No, I don't need a $25,000 a month check.
0: Yeah, that kind of seems, seems odd.
2: Oh no, agreed. Agreed. There's gotta be some more, but I'm just wondering if that's part of it. Cause and it like I don't know where the cone of silence came from on this one. There's nothing.
1: There's nobody in there's no loop.
0: You see they don't they even don't, have anything. Is he married? Does he have a family? Um, because there's nothing on Wikipedia about him, if he's married or not. No idea. They have nothing about his personal life.
1: We could start the hate mail and, 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 and speculate on his sexual preferences.
0: Oh, is that right? Really? <laughs> no. Is that a rumor you want to start, Christopher? No,
1: I'm just just throwing shit out there.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, it's possible. And in this day and age, I fully support him whichever way he swings.
1: Um, Speaking of swinging, did you see this thing about Jerome Messam?
0: (laughs) Yes.
1: I didn't know whether to put that on. How did that miss the itinerary?
0: (laughs) I was going to ask Charles that, but. What's that? How did that miss the itinerary? I was debating back and forth whether to put that on. Only, you That's know why, a bit of a tough, Christopher. We can still talk about it. Reason, it doesn't matter to me. The only reason he's debating it, Christopher, is where me and you could take that, okay? That's why he didn't put it on. Okay? Well,
1: I did you read the article, the three-down article here? Yes. And I I actually, I did. And It has absolutely zero content on this new charge and just talks right. about what Jerome did in the past in on and off the field. But nothing about this. Right. Zero. There's no information. It's, we, we don't know what he's done, how bad it was, whether it, this is just a trumped-up charge or, or what. We don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, personally, I think the voyeur, voyeurism charge is ridiculous. And I said that back then. So, I mean, I I, I honestly, I I don't understand it. I mean, is is he just being discriminated against? Is he being picked on because he's Jerome Messam and he's just dumb? Um, I don't know. Or is he just a sleazy greaseball?
2: I think you know where you could probably lean them with that one.
1: Mm-hmm. You, you, you want to go to the sleazy greaseball?
2: Yeah. There's some stories about his time in Edmonton. So.
1: There's just zero information on these new charges.
2: And you would think 3down would find them. Or they make it out. Yeah, well, yeah, true.
1: Make up something. They've got nothing here. Anybody got anything to say on this or Ed Hervey? You know what? Go
0: uh, you ahead, know Will. What? He, Jerome Messum. he was an accident waiting to happen. You know, I, I always go back to I was very curious if you go back to um, Mylan Hicks, the, the stampede who got shot at the bar yeah. uh, two or the three years ago. There. He was there, and he's like in his 30s, and he's got a wife or something at home, pregnant, and you're wondering, I'm wondering to myself, why would he be there with a 20-year-old rookie? So, I was curious about that, but he obviously has had issues. That's why he's never stuck to a team. And I'm not going to. Well,
1: five yeah. teams in five yeah. years.
0: Yeah. And and let's face it, he was a good player. Okay. There's yep. no doubt he had about talent. Him. He was a good player. Yep. And they all seemed to get rid of him.
2: He had tons so, of talent and he's Canadian, so he had it made.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So, I don't know. There's probably more out there if you'll dig hard enough, but I don't want to because you never know.
1: You're going to get your hands dirty. Okay. So moving along, because this is really not having much fun with this one. Uh, This one's going to be good, though. Randy Ambrose threatens teams and players and team personnel with fines for leaking information pertinent to the running of the league. So much for transparency. hmm So he's a uh, he's a little pissed off because he put he placed a, a, a ga- presented a business plan to the board of governors. It's the same business plan he presented two years ago, and he just changed the dates. He pretty much got laughed at by everybody. And he's a little pissed off that this somehow got leaked out to the media. Uh, It got leaked out that seven out of the nine uh, general managers thought that CFL 2.0 was absolutely stupid. It got leaked out that it... uh, has cost what was it a million dollars or two million dollars close to two million dollars and has generated forty five thousand dollars in revenue uh all of these things have been leaked out because it's hard not to say these things when stupid shit is happening right the people need to know that this is absolute garbage but randy believes that this is you got to be tight-lipped about this you can't be put go don't be putting this out in the media don't be making me look bad I'm going to fine you. Oh, my good Lord. Put a fork in him. This guy's done. Please help me with this one. Somebody. William, go. Randy Ambrose. Threatens Um, mine. Randy Ambrose. Nobody's listening to
0: Randy Ambrose because he's not going to have a job. Okay? So they don't really care what he has to say. Um... I would be annoyed that things get leaked when he doesn't want them to get leaked. But then you shouldn't tell anybody or maybe things wouldn't get leaked if he would be more for he'd be more in the forefront with what is going on cuz none of us know what's going on and we'd probably all like to know what's going on. But on the other hand, maybe he doesn't put out what's going on
1: because he doesn't know what's going on, and then therefore he should lose his job. How does that sound? Or he has no control over what's going on. Correct. Correct. And the so, commissioner
0: is just He just, you know, when, when the league, when there was no COVID and the league was going, he was always out there in the forefront. And now, since this COVID thing has taken over, he's nowhere. He's nowhere.
1: You know? Could, so, could, he, could he have died and and, well, and, that, and and that people are just covering for him? He cut out there. Could he have died and people are just covering for him?
2: He's saying we've got a weekend we. at Bernie's going on or what? Weekend at Bernie's, yeah, they're going to be
0: walking around... He's going to be, you know, attached to, like, two other guys, and they're going to be walking around. And he'll have the sunglasses on. You never know.
2: I it hate it. The fuck anyway.
0: yeah, because... I don't want to change the subject right now, but I just Googled something and about Ed Hervey and uh, some website that's called vipfacts.com. They did a poll. They did a poll on Ed Hervey. And the poll was, is Ed Hervey gay, straight, or bisexual? And, uh... I'm not shitting you. I'm not lying about this, guys. This is, like, I'm reading this, okay? It's biography, gossip, and facts. And... Uh let's see. you it's, just had this. okay, well, no, it's just I mean, let's put some content here, okay um let's see so thirty six percent of all voters think that Ed hervey is gay, homosexual sixty four percent voted for straight heterosexual, and zero percent like to think that Ed hervey is actually bisexual. So there you go. I have it live and, and firsthand from, uh, from you know, and, and the other thing they have on here is that his favorite person is his mother. So, I mean, my favorite person was my mother, too, and I'm not gay, so that doesn't mean anything. But he does not have a, he does, there's no sign of a wife or anything. So I'm just wondering. Well, it shows off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. It's just, it's just. I'm, I'm really wondering. I'm really wondering. You know,
1: this, this website uh, that you're looking at, Char Will, is worse than the yes. National Inquirer, Okay. Okay. <laughs> now there's another there's another article here,
0: and it's entitled. Okay. Are there are there any pictures? Um. Where did it go? Come on. Are there any photos of Ed Hervey's hairstyle or shirtless? What? And it's the, what you heard me. What kind of website are you going to, Jesus? <laughs> and and it says there might be, but unfortunately we currently cannot access them from our system. We are working hard to fill that gap. Through check back, in, check back in tomorrow. It says. So. You know, this is. I don't. I think we uh, should base. I think we should base our show on this uh, website from now on. Good lord. Because it is quite interesting. Just, just say it, okay? So. So back to Ray <laughs> brosy. Yes. Uh, Go ahead. Meanwhile. <laughs>
2: The whole thing is a clusterfuck, Christopher. You brought up the thing about CFL 2.0, and basically it's dead. Arash Danny confirmed a report from Justin Dunk that seven of nine general managers are against the global initiative, referencing an un- 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 right, conference call. But the, yeah. owners, and to do with it. But the owners and presidents the like want it. it. The owners and presidents want it. They're going to get it. So it's still there. So now oh, yeah. you've got the GMs fighting with the owners and the presidents. This is awesome.
1: Maybe this is why Ed Hervey's gone.
2: Has Ambrose watched way too many Nero movies and he's fiddling? The CFL is burning down and he is making rules that you can't say anything. Dude, yeah. you've got to keep this league in the news somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's,
0: let's have a complete media blackout, and then no one will remember that we even exist in six months.
2: The NHL lost $90 million last year on their bubble concept. They're already in the media talking about what they're doing for next year. Yeah. Where's the CFL? Where are they? Somebody's got to speak.
0: Are they even planning? Um, are there any planning? I, mean, I think there was one article that we talked about, I think, a, a week ago, that they're um, considering Edmonton as a bubble city or something. If yeah, we talked a about that city, last
1: week or the week yeah, before. That, literally,
0: what else? Is, I mean, they are not. They got to start talking about stuff. Even if they, it's a long way away, just keep people talking about you, like Mark says, because if you don't uh once you once you disappear once you're out of the news people just forget about
2: you we're in a 2 minute society now every 2 minutes there's something else
1: i i personally think the cfl should should give us some award for still talking about them
0: or the even though it's a, a, a challenge
1: it.
0: okay guys just in I just googled. Oh, oh no! God. Googled is Randy Ambrosie gay? <laughs> and 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 there's nothing on the website about him being gay. Okay, just so you know. So, because <laughs> he's got a wife and not kids. Not that there's anything. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But I'm just wondering. You know. <sighs>
1: Yeah. so i just on that subject i have always said always said that if i was a female i'd be gay because men are disgusting okay so i'm just sharing that with you guys because like no way so the anyhow i'm it, it's just wrong this is just this gone make this go away can we talk about something else? Randy Ambrosi leaking threat fines for leaking information. How about Rocky Ray? Let's talk about Rocky Ray, former CFL quarterback. Oh, Ricky Ray. Typo A Spell error. check. Spell check. Bad spell check. Doesn't Auto like spell. Ricky like uh, Rocky. I don't know how it Adrian, do I do know what the guy's Adrian, name is. Adrian. Sorry. Uh, Ricky Ray is not ready to coach yet. Will he eventually find his way to the sidelines? I don't know. I don't. Why would he? He's got a really young family. He's got three sweet little girls. Why would he go spend 18 to 20 hours a day locked in a room with a bunch of smelly guys? I, to me, he's ha- he's made enough money. He shouldn't need to do too much. He probably has an interesting career. I don't know. Go work in the family business like Travis Lule did. I, he's not ready to coach yet. Well, I'm sorry. If you're going to be coaching, you should be coaching right after football. I, I don't think he is. I don't think he's going to, personally. Just my take on it. Charles, what do you figure about Ricky Ray or Rocky Balboa? One or the other. Talk about one
0: of them. I like the Rocky movies. Um, Ricky Ray, I still think we could see him coach one day. I don't think there's any rule saying you have to coach right away. Sometimes you have to You go away from the game for a little bit, and then you return as a coach. Look at McDonigan. Okay, bad example. Um, but um, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, well, I can't think of anybody, but hey, what the hell, I'll just go with what I'm saying anyways, because it makes me sound, I don't know, like I know what I'm talking about. No, um, I, you know, sometimes they step away. Did Dave Dickinson, well, I guess he, could, he even went right in right after he retired. Yeah, he did. did.
1: Everybody did. Huh. Everybody okay, does. Well, you you either know. have football in your blood or you don't.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can understand that, but, uh,
1: I'm not going to rule it out that he might. I'm not going to rule it. you
0: think a that great football?
1: I, I like mind. Ricky Ray. He's and I think he'd be a, a perfect great, coach. He's a great person. He might be too nice. Possible?
0: Yeah, that's. I could see that too.
1: Like, who would you rather have a conversation with, Don Matthews, Ricky Ray, Ricky Ray? Yeah, Tom Matthews would be tough to have a conversation with. He's dead. But you know what I mean, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, Ricky Ray's a nice guy. I could talk to him for hours. We'd talk about all sorts of things. And her sexual orientation. Oh, tons of
0: things. Well, just, just so you know, gentlemen, I just looked up Ricky Ray. <laughs> and I asked, he, I asked. He's got a wife and kids. I asked the question. Is Ricky Ray and gay? A, web, a website came up and it says Ricky Ray is heterosexual slash straight. So, Ricky Ray Gator, huh. according to five visitors, Ricky Ray is 68% gay. However, the average gay rating on gayorstraight.com is 69%, which means Ricky Ray is quite straight in comparison to other celebrities on the website. They're coming after us with torches, I think. Okay, so I just thought I'd... And, and Charles, just so you know, I looked up Rocky Ray as well, and there is no <laughs> listing for him, okay? Poor so, Rocky. Just so you know. Now, now, from my real two cents about this whole thing, is I, I tend to wonder if Ricky Ray... Because he was a coach, or sorry, a player in Toronto, I think he's got other opportunities in Toronto. I don't know if he still lives there or not. I would assume he does, but that's just me. I don't know. Actually, maybe, that's a good question. Maybe, maybe he did well with his money. And if you did well with your money, I don't think you'd ever want to coach. No. Well, you. it's not. It's
1: not the most stable job there is. So. That no, makes some
0: sense. No.
1: no. And, and, and he no. is from California. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, seriously. When, back you, a when you have a chip. town named Happy Camp, don't forget
2: this right. is a guy who stayed three years too long. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but he did win a
2: great cup. Yeah, but football is everything to him, or he wouldn't yeah. have stayed and tried to come back that, after a broken that's neck. That's all good for Mark. Is he taking time off? I think his wife and family are telling him he has to take time off. I think he'd make a great coach, and as for coming in right after you've retired, just look what it did to uh, Anthony Calvillo when they moved him up too fast.
1: Well, that was sheer desperation on a pathetic team. Oh, I know,
2: but they basically ruined him for the CFL. He's quite happy in college now. Like, they destroyed the guy in two years. So, maybe it's better for him to stay and just chill for a couple of years and then get into his (laughs)
1: local. Oh God, I don't know what to say about this one. I'm just uh, I I I I googled Ricky Ray after football, and according to the Cape Breton Post, he's going to the (laughs) schooners. A giant. uh, Well,
0: that's giant in in journalism. So there you go, William. (laughs) There you go. The kid's real. Is it's he going real. to a player or a coach? I don't know. The Cape Breton Post. That's still four and a half hours away from Halifax, so what would they know?
1: <laughs> okay, so R- Ricky Ray is quoted saying on Tuesday, this is Wednesday, okay, Tuesday.
0: So yesterday. It
1: says Yeah. I just like being able to do what I want. For so long, playing sports, everything is scheduled for you. When your meetings are, practice, when you go to work out, when your games are. For me, I'm enjoying just getting up and doing the day the way I want to. Whether it's hanging out with family or going off and doing something, I didn't get a a lot of chances to do when I was playing football, like fishing with my dad or getting out and riding my bike and going for runs on the trails. I enjoy that a lot more now.
0: And according according to an article I just read of when he was in Edmonton last year when they retired his sweater. He yeah. lives in Redding, he lives in Reading, California. Yeah, so, I
1: just got that.
0: So yeah, I could see uh if I lived in California I wouldn't want to do much either. Because you don't have to don't go up why. the snow.
1: I mean, it, right. if Ricky Ray is going to coach football, I think he could probably pick up a a gig in NCAA or even you know high yep. school, and move up from there, or you know some junior college somewhere and close to home. And he was, yeah. Okay. And I, he was a highly one, that,
0: paid quarterback throughout his career, so he's not. I don't think he's hurting for money or anything like that.
1: No, no, like some junior college in in Redding, California, or somewhere close by, where he can d- pedal his bike to work or or whatever else. That I think that would make more sense than coming up to the CFL. I just, just no, he's not coming back. Why would he? I I've said that about many people. And who the hell did we get? We Mark Trestman. Milanovic came back. I said, "There's no way all these guys, are. and here they are, all back." Yeah. Okay, no, I don't know.
2: Uh,
1: boy, say what? Oh, uh, oh, oh, Sure, no whispering okay. in the background, Charles. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Um, could the CFL be mothballed over COVID nineteen? I don't don't know what mothballed means. Does that basically mean that they're not going to have a 2020 or they're not going to play football until this thing's completely gone? Uh, I didn't know. They're not sure when they're just, ever going to
2: play again.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that not that what I said in my beginning rant? It's just like, you know, in March I said, I hope we have football in 2021. Well, I don't think we're going to. So do and we they're just talking even past that. It could be done. If, 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 I, I, I... if, if okay. we don't have football for three years, there's not a single player that we know will be back on the field.
0: Not a chance. Yeah, I agree. I think that's right. the no.
1: case after two years. Yeah. Right? If, if we lose football next year mean, for yeah. 2021, there's not a single player that is going to come back. How oh, they're many, done. Like,
2: Charles said, how, like Charles said, though, how many after two years?
1: Yeah, I don't think they're after... If well, that's after 2021. That done. is two
2: years, right?
0: Okay, so they're done if they don't play next year. Yeah.
1: I don't think the league's done. I don't think the I teams don't. are done. I just don't think the players will come back. Or some of them will, because they're desperate. But, you know, most people are going to move on with their lives. And you're going to have to start over with young people. And maybe that's what we need. Maybe that's what the CFL needs is a complete anima and, and, and start over with, with a fresh slate and, and, and change the big rules right now. Get rid of the ratio. Do the things that we need to do and, and carry on. And flush everything else down the toilet. Excuse me, Mark. What's your thoughts? Oh, it could be. Yeah, reading the
2: whole article, it even mentions the owners. Um, if there's no football next year, and I don't, without fans in the stands, we've established that. Without fans yeah. in the stands, there is no. There's fo- no football. It. They just can't. These losses could be upwards of fifteen million dollars per team to stage a season. That's the losses. Never mind where the private owners getting that money, where are the public teams getting that money. A government's going to give the CFL $15 million? That, that's not a good way to get reelected. No, um, they're not getting the No, not out 15, of the government.
1: million dollars per team. There's nine teams. Yes, I know, I know.
0: They're not getting so, a dime out of the government. If they were, they would have gotten some this year. They're no, not getting nothing out of the government.
2: N- nope. And I'll tell you right now, our provincial government that's in power here will not give the CFL $15 million for their portion of the season losses. It's not going to happen with mm-hmm. this government. If it's the fed- Unless it's the federal government, the provincial government here doesn't put out a penny. So... Um, I honestly think if we don't have a season next year, it could be it to the CFL. And with, isn't it poetic and ironic that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers would be the final winner of the Grey Cup? Oh, God. <laughs> you know, this is... We this broke is the lead. Uh,
0: This is... I, I, I'm starting to dislike this podcast because it seems to be a lot of doom and gloom. Okay. Right? So... In order for me to brighten this up, I just asked the
1: question. <laughs> oh no.
0: Okay, I just asked
1: the
2: question.
0: Is Marcus Crendel gay? I I was thinking and the same thing. I
1: was the website the same I went
0: thing. on is happy to report that one hundred percent of the people who took part in the survey believe that Marcus Crandall is not gay. Okay? How many people took a so, survey?
1: It's Marcus. I, they
0: Don't give me that information, <laughs> sir. Oh, Marcus Crandall took okay. it. So, but there you go. Just thought I'd mention that. Not that there's anything wrong with being gay. I don't want Christopher to give hate mail. Okay? I'll well, um, send it to Will. But, yeah, we're past, so, we're past that to point. Will. Yeah, so, you know, I just wanted to clarify that. But, you know, I, I don't want to think about not having a CFL season next year. I don't want to think about any of that stuff and losing money. We need to have a CFL season. Because the worst thing that could ever happen is that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are the last Grey Cup champion. Especially when you got Todd Bogey out there. <laughs>
2: Okay. The, the number that's crazy is the one team losing $15 million, and that's more than a lot of the franchises are worth.
0: Yes. But according to reliable sources that played in the CFL, all the CFL <laughs> teams are making all kinds of money, that's and amazing. that's just all a bunch of crap. Okay? Just saying. So... You know what can I say
2: <sighs> wow, and going back to the idiot that's in charge
0: me what of, let's talk c f
2: l and the c f l Oh, Randy oh, and
1: Sorry,
0: Chris. I thought you meant let's talk CFL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: come on, easy, <laughs> so easy, easy.
0: That would that would be Todd Mogi. So. so. Yes, this is true. But and you know I hate to be like It's this. only because I put him in charge. I gotta got go. It's nine oh two. But I just wanted to throw this one thing out there. Todd Mogi thinks the way to improve the CFL is by having four down football.
1: I don't think he actually I said don't, that. Did he say that?
0: Yes, he said that. And you that, put him in charge, Christopher Jones. Are you fucking kidding me?
1: I I I'm going to have to go back and read that again because I I know what it it said that the younger people like four down football better. That they uh-huh. think that it's it's real cool. Uh-huh. I don't think he actually said that we should follow that.
0: I didn't no, think no, so no. either. He has said that in subsequent comments, okay? I had a bit of a going on with him over that. It has nothing to do with four-down football, in my opinion. Just say it. Anyways, gentlemen, I'd like to stay longer, but I'm going to get in trouble if I do. So, thanks for having well, me. let, me
1: t- let, let bring, and, uh, bring Patty on the show here. Let's talk to her.
0: No, I, I, I can't. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law are waiting downstairs for me as well, so uh i gotta go
1: well william anyway you're you're a trooper sticking around coming on the show when you're like on holidays like that so we all appreciate it even though you did turn the show into a complete clusterfuck
0: well yeah but that was the whole point because i'm i'm so sick of you see i'm on vacation and i'm trying to have a good time and the more i think about what could happen to the CFL? It really makes me very depressed and angry. So I was trying to lighten it up a little bit tonight, okay? Whether all those people it are here or not, it really doesn't matter to me.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, you made I'm me have saying. tears coming out of my eyes from laughing. Well, so yeah, mission accomplished. Good enough. Yeah. I will talk to you guys next week. You bet. Bye now.
1: Are you gonna be home?
0: I he's think he's going. Going home. Yeah, he said he's going home on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs>
2: okay. You know, this all goes back to Ambrose, though. <laughs> it really does. Like somebody's got to take control in there and do something. It's like the. Um Simpsons cartoon, the guy poking the guy with the stick. I'm already mm-hmm. dead. That's where the yeah. going now. Like you said, two years. We're not going to know anybody in the CFL. No. That's great marketing strategy.
0: no one's sticking around anymore. Like you said, if if uh, there's no season next year, they're all gone. No one's coming back.
1: No. And why were they?
0: We're going on to other things. We're gonna lose even if there is a season somehow next year. We're gonna lose a lot of people just for losing this
2: year, probably. Especially with all the Canadians doing so well in the NFL and American yeah. college now too. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of can't miss kids coming out of American college that are Canadian as well. So. Y- I'm watching I'm watching the Arizona Cardinals. Why? Simply because I want to watch and see if they actually show Strubler. I'll watch a game off and on to see that. Someone um, made a... B- Claypool. You think kids aren't watching, watching Pittsburgh now because there's this cool Canadian kid? Mm-hmm. And where's the CFL? You can't say anything or I'll fine you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, just... Just bloody ridiculous. Okay, uh, let's move on to this just because we can, or should, or I don't know what the hell's going on. This might not be a a a two-hour show. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) I'm sure
2: we can stretch it. We usually do.
1: (laughs) I I I could go to bed right now with no problem. We (laughs) always find a way. (laughs) A hypothetical. What would have happened if Chris Jones stayed in Edmonton? Would Mike Riley still be there? Would they have won multiple Cups? I'll tell you what the downside to this is. Now, I know a lot of people like Chris Jones, a lot of players like Chris Jones, a lot of his coaches like Chris Jones, because when he went to Saskatchewan, they all followed him. A lot of them followed him. Some didn't. Some did. Some he wanted more. He didn't get them all. Some stayed loyal to the team, but it, it was kind of a weird thing, right? So, I'll tell you the biggest problem with the CFL and dynasties is one-year contracts.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: That's a real problem.
1: As soon as the player gets to be somebody. They want more money. When the salary cap goes up by fifty thousand dollars and there's fifty players on the team, each player should get thousand dollars. Anybody who wants to double their income from a hundred thousand to two hundred thousand has to do it somewhere else. I I I don't I don't understand, but one of your contracts Free agency has killed this league and many other concepts of it. Of, of any type of loyalty, any type of dynasty, any type of any. Do you remember the Montreal Canadiens when they had the same team for 28 years? It just, it just, well, you, you, you couldn't beat them.
0: Well, they had quite the advantage too back then because. They were able to take all of the top junior players out of Quebec and had first dibs on them. Yes.
1: Of course they did.
0: So it's no wonder they were able to build a dynasty at that with those rules.
2: You look at their O line. Did they ever have a non-Canadian starting? Or was it just line up five French guys that just dominated? Mm-hmm. Jones. It would have been interesting to see what he could do Some interesting numbers here And I'm trying to figure it out in this article um, Chris Jones is tied with Craig Dickinson for third in total wins Winnipeg's Michael Chase at second behind Huffnagel was 56. Is that as a head coach?
0: Wait a minute. That can't be. He's tied with Craig Dickinson? Craig Dickinson, Dickinson, who coached one season. Or not Craig Dickinson, sorry. The other Dickinson. Dave Dave.
2: Dickinson. Okay, that That makes a little more sense. Yeah, right. I was going to say, Craig Dickinson's
0: only coached one year. That can't be. I just, I guess it's.
2: I'm not used to seeing O'Shea's name up there with that. I guess it's the amount of time he's been coaching, too, though.
0: Well, he's been there for quite a long time. Now, he didn't win. Seven years? Yeah, and he didn't get a lot of wins early on, but the last few years he's gotten
2: quite a few wins. It's just weird to see his name up there with Mm Mm-hmm. But Jones, if he was able to keep those guys, having Willie Jefferson around the whole time, that team would have been crazy good. But it's so hard to figure out now because, yeah, some guys do stay, but the minute somebody offers them $80,000 or a nicer house, away they go.
1: Well, you, you have to do that, don't you? Yep.
2: In a league as small as this, yeah, you really do.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Would he? Would Edmonton have been the powerhouse that they were? Would they? Because I mean, literally, they were decimated the next year. Uh, is that because Ed Hervey was still there as as the GM, and and Chris Jones wanted that, needed that position?
2: It's possible.
1: Well, the thing is, but, the, the thing is, though, they got decimated the next year, but a lot of that,
0: if I'm not mistaken, was Chris Jones jumping to Saskatchewan, then plucking yep. a bunch of the Edmonton players to go with them. Of course. Yeah. And if that, if Chris Jones doesn't leave, that probably doesn't happen.
1: They're probably well, they're, still Well, all that's there. what I mean.
2: The defense Edmonton could have had: Odell Willis, Willie Jefferson. Almondo Sewell, Dexter McCoyle, and J.C. Sherrett. Yeah. Good Lord. Where, where are you going with the ball?
1: I, I don't know.
2: But in the one-year contract era, like you said, Christopher, it, it, that's done. I'm amazed mm-hmm. the Bombers were able to sign as many guys back. <laughs> From after winning the Grey Cup, I really thought you'd see a lot of guys move on. And the amount of guys that was just, that was amazing, but that's on, most of them were on one-year contracts. So, and that's part of the problem. Like we're always talking about, you grow the league, everything else. One-year contracts do not help the league grow.
0: No, no, no. They no, hinder the league. It. Without and, question.
1: How many times have I said that we need three to five year contracts?
0: Yeah. And player movement uh, in the CFL has been something that has hampered the league ever since usually about the early 90s because there's no team identity. When you look at, I remember back when I was growing up, the BC Lions in the 80s, they had. Guys on the team that would be around for many years, guys like Nick Hebler was around for a lot of years, Keith Gooch, James Quick Parker, uh, John Pancras, John Henry White. These guys were around four or five, six years. But then once you got to the 90s and, it, and the salary started to go up and you, these one year contracts um, uh, came, it was wholesale changes almost each and every year. So you, you never got attached to any of the players or anything like that. Because basically they were they'd be there for a year, maybe two, and then they split.
2: And it oh, happened look to at every year. team. Look so at So there's last no year. identity. Every team had what? Fifteen, sixteen free agents? Yep.
1: How how do you do how do you as a GM, how do you do that? <laughs> they used to have a rule.
0: This probably won't be popular with a lot of people, but I, I like it. There used to be a rule in the CFL where if you stayed with a certain team for a number of years, you would basically become a non-import. I, I thought that was a rule that they're, they want to do. That was a the rule they used to have. Then they got rid of it. I think they've talked about bringing it back. Huh. I did not know that. I'm pretty sure they had that rule before.
1: I, I I don't remember that, ever.
0: Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right. I thought they had that rule before, but maybe I'm mistaken.
1: I, 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 I don't ever remember that. And for the simple fact that they they were so hard and fast and, and, and anal retentive about you being a Canadian, uh, at one time uh, Alex Singleton would never have been considered a Canadian. And it was only through a rule change where he was allowed to be. So I don't understand yeah. how they would, ever, they would have let Americans become Canadians.
2: Because they thought it would help grow the game if we had great Canadian players. But yeah, anybody now, knows football. I that right now, yeah.
1: but not then, no. not before. I still
2: don't agree with it. I still don't agree with Alex Singleton being labeled Canadian. I don't agree with Taylor Loeffler being labeled Canadian. He, They're not Alex Canadian.
0: Singleton, Alex Singleton never lived a day in his life in Canada until he joined the Calgary Stampeders.
1: you yeah. knew he where was Canada a was. Import.
2: They, these American. guys aren't Canadian. They're not. Stop saying they are to make the league look good because he's a good football player. It's just, it doesn't work.
1: They're trying to justify the ratio. Yep. And y you, you can't do it. It's just it it's just simply not possible. So I Back to the fact. Chris mm-hmm. Jones in Edmonton. Would it have become a dynasty?
0: A dynasty? I'm not 100% sure, but I think they would have gotten at least one more Grey Cup because that was a really, really good football team.
2: I could agree with that, easily. Yeah.
1: They would have won at least it, one more. Could Chris Jones yeah, yeah. have convinced them to stay for less money than what they could have got somewhere else? That's highly possible because of the, the, the loyalty mm-hmm. that he the players had, showed for him, yeah. that he may have been able to hold the team together longer.
2: For one more contract.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, Chris Jones as a GM couldn't find players. He had Ed Hervey finding him players in Edmonton. He could have turned that team over and, and still been successful as in as what Huffnagel's doing. Yep.
2: Yeah, nobody disagrees with Chris Jones as a great coach. He wasn't a great GM coach. No, he's a yeah.
1: terrible GM. He had a good GM. Ed Hervey is a good GM, Mm -hmm. regardless of what anybody wants to say. He was a good GM. He built some good teams in Edmonton. It looked like he was building a decent team in BC before this happened. Yes, he had a Mm -hmm. big hiccup with what's-his-nuts as a coach. Mm -hmm. But so what? I think Edmonton could have pulled two or three. Three out of four, I would say.
0: There was a potential for three out of four there. Then you do get into dynasty territory at that point. Oh,
1: another question. And then we would all hate Edmonton again.
0: (laughs) Mm.
1: Now we just feel sorry for them.
0: Again, when did we stop?
2: Yeah. You know what? Even though I used to watch the Bombers lose every year to Edmonton in the Western Final, I loved watching Edmonton because they were so much fun to watch.
1: Oh, they were so good.
2: They were such a good well, team. They beat the shit out of you, literally. Yeah. There was, you were going to – Dave Finnell eventually was going to give you either a haymaker or a clothesline. You were going to get hit. Yeah. Okay, so we'll put the ball. Larry Hyba high steps it for 80 yards into the end zone. Or he just picks it off and runs and. it. An interception in that team was just so fucking good.
1: Yeah, it was. It was without question, and that's why we hated them. The quarterbacks.
2: Mm-hmm. You can list like four quarterbacks just from that one team. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Tom Wilkinson, Warren Moon,
2: Bruce Lemmerman. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: my youth, um, as a CFL fan, BC Lions fan, beside a house full of people who had moved down from Edmonton. And my house, nobody was a football fan but me. Their house, everybody was a football fan. It was like, they were like riders. It was like, you, everybody... Every year, they would have this big, massive Grey Cup party, and there would be 100 people in this house watching Edmonton kick the shit out of some team, right? <laughs>
2: I, Usually Montreal. I just, I just
1: learned to hate that team. I just learned to hate that team. and, and, and you, you admire them because you want to be that team. It's kind of the same thing with the Riders. We hate the Riders, but we do envy their fan support. You know, literally, there are generations and generations of Rider fans.
2: We got nothing else to do on the prairies.
1: I understand that. 100%. And I'm the first to point it out. But at <laughs> yes, a you certain are. point, you have to say, well, <clears throat> yeah. I envy it. No doubt about it. Could you imagine if BC was like that how many you you, how many you could the dome would be full 28 times over Mm mhm tickets would be selling for
2: $500 a game when the dome used to be full
1: I've been there I've been there
2: crazy George going insane
1: it was was amazing to be in
2: there yep
1: Yeah. Yeah, Crazy George was a weird one. Hmm. I love Crazy George. Yeah, I mean he was the first of the first of many, eh? Yep. I mean,
0: oh he yeah.
1: Started and all, regardless of what anybody wants to say. I mean the wave. The wave was invented in BC Place.
2: Yeah. Yep. At least BC still has the drums going, too, at the games. No, they don't. They still got the fans. No, there's fans going with drums. They so got the fans Oh, with the, the drums.
1: drums. Those guys, yeah. They they yep. had the drum team in the, in the end zone. Yeah. That was really cool. Back about three, four years ago. But they got they did away with, with that. They had the
0: guy that climbed the log. Oh, yeah. Right.
1: Remember
0: after every touchdown, he'd climb up the log and ring a bell? yeah I remember and now we got
1: the b c ferry foghorn, yeah, not quite the same, not really, and Calgary's got that fat chick on the white horse, anyhow, interesting, reminiscing about football, quick fix, yeah. Jeff Reinbolt says, the CFL needs to grow the game better in Canada. Is he right? And how do we go about doing that? Well, we've been talking about this for forever. Is he right? Yes and no.
2: Of course you have to grow the game at home. But not at the expense of everything else.
1: There's 35 million people in Canada. There's only so many people that will listen. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay? There's only so many people that you can grow this game to. And uh, send the hate mail to Charles. Um, (sighs) Why me?
2: He has coached for 31 years.
1: Yep. The population in Canada, the 35 million people population in Canada, is growing, but it's not football fans. It's people from other nations
0: mm-hmm.
1: that don't know what football is. They know what soccer is. For the most part, they know what hockey is because they want to be a good Canadian, so they're going to watch hockey because they're they're this is their new country, Canada. Canada's game is hockey. We got to watch hockey. We got to learn about hockey. We want to fit in with our new country, Canada. Okay? You talk football. They say, "No, that's an American sport." We don't want anything to do with America. Mhm. That's the immigrants coming into Canada. First, second, and third generation, okay? Now, granted, there is that's not so much in Winnipeg and Calgary and saskatchewan as it is in bc and toronto but that's why it's hard to grow the game here now 35 million people that's a lot of people how many people of those 35 million do you think are cfl fans that either follow the league follow the league closely what's your number mark I don't
2: even know if you'd get to two hundred thousand, to be honest.
1: Charles,
0: that follow the league closely.
1: So I, I would say, well, I was gonna, I, I was gonna say probably around four to six hundred thousand. And now I'm gonna ask you a question: How many Americans do you think follow hmm. or closely follow the CFL?
2: About ten times
0: more. I would going to say, just based on population, it's going to be uh, uh, considerably
1: more. I'd go with considerably more. Don't get put out a number unless you know what it is, Mark, because 10 times the amount is not even close. Yeah, I know. Okay? It's 10% of the U.S. population of 350 million people watch, follow, or closely follow the CFL. That is 35 million people, Americans. American people following this Canadian sport, 35 million. We don't have that many people in Canada. Oh, I know. You want to expand this game? All you have to do is swing them where their college players went to to play football when they didn't make it into the NFL. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. And you will, if one network, one network in the States, just one network showed every CFL game, they'd make, it'd be the highest-ranking football. But that being said, Canada has to, the Canadian Football League has to put the games in respectable time slots.
2: Yeah. He makes some good points in the article, though talking about the development of a fan um, and you don't do that because of people like us that are already in the stands it's getting kids playing flag football mm-hmm. they don't want to get into the physical part of football but they enjoy them running around with the flag style mm-hmm. now they're getting to understand what the plays are now they can watch <clears> the <throat> regular football game and they can understand what's going on He does make some interesting, uh, because that's what they do in the NFL. The NFL has a flag football league for kids. What does the CFL have for anything? They do some good things like,
1: but... I'm going to ask you a question. Does Winnipeg have a fan club? Uh, An actual organized fan club? No.
2: Don't need it. No, don't you dare that. There's tons of kids at our games. Tons of kids.
1: I'm not talking about kids. I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking about a fan club. No. Most of... The the only team that I really know that has a strong fan club is the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yeah. There, there are groups of people. Uh, Toronto has an unofficial one, mm-hmm. that the, the Argo Lifers, but I don't think you can actually quantify it as a true fan club. I don't BC think technically... have a, they have they have what they call the linebackers and potential cranky biddies. And it's a booster <laughs> cl- it's a booster club. It's not a fan club. They're not there to do anything for the fans. They, what they do is they raise money from the fans to bring fruits and vegetables to the players while they're practicing. At,
0: at practice.
1: And, and they go to the airport to welcome the teams home. So that's a booster club.
0: That's a booster club. Yeah. A, a fan and, club does for the fans. They don't really do anything for the fans at all.
1: No, they don't do squat for the fans. I tried. No. And it didn't work. Got voted down. They wanted to be their booster club. Now, I think that this is a serious, serious problem. And if we want to do it in a a youth club or a fan club with a youth club division, you, you got to do something. Who doesn't love the little kids running around at halftime at the dome, Charles?
2: Oh. Yeah, oh, it's awesome. It's awesome seeing those little kids. The ones that play football, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Especially when they That's blow somebody up. That's of the things up. that keeps me in the stands. If there's Tim Horton's football going on, I'll sit through halftime and watch it. If there's a band on, I go outside for a cigarette. Or I did go outside for a cigarette. Because it didn't interest me. Watching the little kids run around and you go, holy shit! Ch- oh no, here it comes! And boom, like you said, somebody's getting blown up.
1: Somebody gets blown up.
2: Yep. And you usually have that one kid that runs the ball in on a long touchdown and knows how to dance,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> or thinks
2: he knows how to dance anyway. But yeah, no, you're right. That's
1: that's huge. That's really what's missing here, is we need to have. It, it's got to be – everybody says he uses grassroots mm-hmm. concept. You've got to build it from the grassroots up. What does that mean? How do we do that in Canada? How do we do that for Canadian football? How do we do that for the CFL? Mm-hmm. I, I think fan clubs. I think you have to get people involved. and it's, you know, It's part of it, yeah. And, and, and it, it comes down – time I said okay there's there's 20,000 people at BC Play Stadium if every second person brought their neighbor there'd be 30,000 people in the stadium yep
0: Mhm. right yep
2: You, you can do this. The problem with that is, with my season tickets, I get what they call buddy passes for the exhibition. Preseason.
1: Games. Yeah.
2: Yeah, right. I can't give them away. No. No. Nobody wants them. No. Well, especially for
0: preseason, because preseason yeah. is – no, no one wants to go to preseason. That's not a draw for anybody. No. The give them a is give
2: a, a lower lower end game. Like a non rivalry game.
0: Yeah. Give, give them, them, a them tickets pick. to a red blacks
2: game or something. Like Winnipeg like for Winnipeg or even BC, B C or Ottawa, Winnipeg, Ottawa, it's not gonna be a huge draw for either Western team.
1: It's it's not, not, not a huge in. draw for B C Saskatchewan anymore not a huge straw. Not anywhere. like it used to be. No, you still have enough fan. You, you have enough seats in that stadium that you could say, okay, this entire section, okay, just make a section, and just get ticket. If ten percent of your fan base brought a player, you got nine games. Go with ten percent or nine percent or eleven point two percent, whatever. Not everybody gets to do it every game, but somebody gets to do it one game a year. Bring a friend.
2: Season ticket holders, you just space it out. Yeah. You can't do that everywhere. It wouldn't work in Winnipeg. It obviously wouldn't work in Saskatchewan.
1: They don't need it.
2: Calgary does now. Calgary's crowds are dropping. I don't know if it's because of the stadium there or what, but I wish Will was on. I don't know how he'd answer because of what he feels about stadiums. But it was—it's not a bad idea. There's a whole thing you could do of just a kids' organization, like get some people working in the CFL. Get them working with the minor football leagues. Get them working with even the junior football leagues. There's partnerships. The NFL has partnerships all over the place. Now, I get it. The NFL has a trillion dollars. The CFL does not. But the CFL is going to have to find money somewhere in order to do it. We're all fans. We're all going to go to the games. But... It's not about us at this point. It's about the 8, 910 year old kids. I'm a third-generation season ticket holder in my family. So I was born into being a Bomber fan. Not all kids are born into being football fans. So do these flag football leagues, things like that. You'll get a lot more girls involved with flag football than obviously regular football. There just isn't enough teams. How many women's teams are there in BC now, Charles? How many what? Women's teams are in BC now.
0: Women's teams. I'm not sure exactly.
2: I don't even know if there there are. I think there's two in Winnipeg now. No, there's one or two at least in BC, I know.
0: There's at least one, Yeah. yeah. There might be a second one.
2: I'm not positive. You want to watch Smash Mouth football, watch women's football. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you want to watch football?
1: Years it, Indom- was that, it was the Monterey League. That was great yep. football. Yep. I'm talking I don't care real what
2: football. Was, <laughs> I'm talking
1: full equipment. That was real, football. That was I'm real talking football. full equipment.
2: Yes, I'm talking full equipment and jerseys and everything else and pants.
1: Jerseys make, are make highly real.
2: overrated. <laughs> oh, good Lord true but story. They, they're gonna, if they want to grow the game any further in Canada, they have to get the youth involved, not when they're 16, when they're eight, nine, 10, 11. And I think one of the CFL, things... an easy rule CFL can do sorry, Charles, I' took go real quick. An easy rule sorry. CFL can do is uh, bring back the territorial exemption. No. I don't mind it.
1: Get rid of the ratio.
2: Yeah, agreed, but if they're not getting rid of the ratio, bring back the exemption. So that you can grow kids from when they're young to -hmm. when they're professionals. And then it does give younger kids, wow, look, he went to my school, I could play in that league. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Instead of, hey, let's watch Chase Claypool.
1: I can well, Chase Claypool would have been a territorial exemption of the BC Lions. Trust me, they knew about yeah. him. Oh, of course they did.
2: Of course they did. But that's what I mean. If something happened and for some reason he didn't go to the NFL, he's in BC. He's an immediate hero. He's a local hometown boy. Mm-hmm. That's how you grow it, Locally. Yes, they have to grow it in the States, but that's how you grow it locally. It's the kids. It's partnerships. And the CFL, they partner with what? Wendy's and Tim Hortons.
1: There's nothing the matter with, with that. I mean... Yeah, but that's all they do. Those are big corporations. Uh, yeah, but
2: that's all they do. There's no... Tim Hortons has their football. Well, they have 10-bit football. They have 10 hockey. Yeah. They have. Yeah. And what does Wendy's have? Kick for, Kick for a million. Kick for a million. to have. They don't do
1: that anymore. They did that but for you, years. But you got, you got a lot of sponsors. You got the that, that. Bel Air Direct. Idiot.
2: Oh, I know, but that's not getting nine-year-old, ten-year-old kids no. looking at the game.
0: I remember when I was a kid, they used to, and I used to like it. They used to have, they don't exist anymore, but uh, Mohawk gas stations. Um, they were all around BC, and you used to be able to go in. They they would have um, BC Lions players cards, and you could collect yep. them every w- once a week. Yep. Uh, and You just get them at the um, um uh, what should we call it? The um, every gas station. They used to have a, a the Safeway family section. You could go to um, Safeway and buy discount tickets um, and, um, you know, Safeway family section. That was always a big section. They don't do that anymore. Um, there was a bunch of stuff that they used to do that they don't do. One of the things I was going to bring up that I really got annoyed with because the B.C. Lions, it used to be that once every year they would give Tic- they would give. They would pick a game, it would be salute to minor football game, and they would give tickets to every single minor football player for this particular game, and every single minor football player in minor football in BC would get a ticket. They stopped doing that. Now, I think part of the reason they stopped doing that is that they shut down the upper deck and probably didn't have the room for it because the minor football players were... Um, we always put upstairs. But you know what? This is your audience. These are people, these are kids and stuff like that that obviously love football and play football. You want to get them out to your games as often as you can. I know the Langley Rams, the junior football team in the Canadian junior football team in Langley, if you go to the game wearing your minor football jersey, you get in for free. Now, I'm not saying the Lions have to do, go to that extreme, but you got to get these uh, the kids out there in and expose to your product as much as you can.
2: Well, yeah, especially in BC where a lot of teams play four down football.
0: hmm so,
2: Well, only in
0: in high school they do not
2: in uh, in
0: in minor football. High school they the, do though.
2: But still, there shouldn't it's be. Me, you know, I understand why there is, but. It should be CFL football, three-down football in Canada. You know, it's just weird. I get why they do it.
0: Well, they play but, They play some of the teams. A lot of the teams play yeah. U.S. teams, but go on.
2: Yeah, but you need to, like you said, you need to get those kids into the stadium instead of going down to Seattle.
0: Yeah. And I don't think the fact that they play four-down football in high school is that big of a deal. Uh, certainly, um, you know, they get used to playing it that way, but you can still get them into your building, regardless of whether
1: they play four down or three down.
2: Yeah. No, agreed. Got get, get them in, but no.
1: I, I honestly don't think that there's that much difference between three down and four down football in the high school level.
2: That uh, gives them one more chance to throw a long bomb.
1: I honestly don't think that there's any difference in the way that the football is played. It didn't make a difference to me. I didn't change my perception of the CFL. It didn't go, oh, I'm a four-down football. I need to follow the the Seattle Seahawks. mm -hmm. I honestly don't think the Seahawks were around when I was in high school. but Probably um, not. This is my 40th grad reunion. (laughs) Thankfully that we had COVID. When did the Hawks come into play? Seventy-six. So they were they were a new football yeah. team when I was in high school. But if I remember correctly, they sucked for a real long time, kind of like the Canucks. Yeah. Oh, no, they still. And other also
0: too. Back then, nineteen seventy, like nineteen seventy stuff like that. You didn't have anywhere near the exposure to the NFL that you do nowadays.
1: No, no. no. back Absolutely then you had not. four
0: channels. You might get one NFL game a week if you were lucky.
1: No, in seventy six, there was yeah, a lot yeah. more than four channels. That four channels was back in the seventies.
0: Well, wasn't seventy six back in the seventies? <laughs>
1: kind of you what just, I was <laughs> That that didn't come out right. But yeah, 76, no, we had large. a lot more channels. We had a converter by the 70s. It would, it would have given us okay. at least so you had seven four channels. American channels. At least four American channels. It wasn't the breakthrough of big uh, 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 CNN type of thing. That wasn't until when? That, you know, was the, that was the 80s. That was the 80s that that happened. And that's 76, not far away. But... Um, yeah, no, they we had a converter back then. Not your TV channels only went to 13. Right. Right? But then you had a converter box that would let you do the higher than 13 channels. And and that was in this in, in the early 70s. I I remember when we first got our, our first color TV was in 67 because it was a Birthday present for my mom right after we moved into our new house, and I was the remote and uh yeah. okay. go change that channel go put it on four, but four doesn't work um yeah hmm. and we yeah, had cable t v back. back then we had we had the two two Canadian channels we had b c t v and c t v and then we had the the c t v one from from victoria. And then we had uh, three or four from Seattle. Yeah. I think we had seven or eight channels. Because I remember in the 60s watching um, Boston Bruins from the Gardens play like Philadelphia, and that would never be seen on, on, on Hockey Night in Canada. No, you'd that's never true. see. You'd never see two teams like That'd that. That'd be play. on a U.S. channel. Yeah, that was on a U.S. channel. It was a Sunday morning hockey on KVOS Channel 12 in Bellingham, which would have been the uh, CBS? Yeah, the CBS affiliate. Because NBC and ABC were Seattle. Anyhow, we've digressed most of the night. Um. Jeff Reinbold thinks that Canada, the CFL needs to grow the game in Canada. Well, of course we do. What is he, Captain Obvious?
2: He's speaking more than Ambrosia.
1: Mm-hmm. He might get fined.
2: <laughs> Let him.
1: Does Jeff, Jeff Reinbold even have a job in the CFL right now? Uh,
0: is he still, he was with Hamilton, right? Is he still with them? Was he? I believe yeah, he, was, I know,
2: he? he is. Yeah, I yeah. believe he is.
0: He was there uh, with the special teams or with the defensive is, I can't yeah. remember. He special so,
2: teams.
1: He special teams.
2: Yeah, current special teams coordinator. He's been coaching for thirty six years, that's, or thirty one years, that's just amazing. Six yeah, different and, teams.
1: And and everybody remembers one season in Winnipeg. Yep. They can't get past it. They just nope. can't let it go.
2: I can. I love Jeff Reinbold.
1: I think I loved a, him while
2: yeah. he was here and sucked. Yeah. The fans wanted something different from Cal Murphy. They got it. Huh.
0: They got the polar opposite.
2: Oh, did they ever? But they wanted it. You wouldn't see
0: uh, C- uh, Cal Murphy riding into uh, riding the on a motorcycle.
2: No. I had season tickets for that time. I spent more time laughing in the stands and what I was watching on the field than I did anything else.
0: We no were so bad it was so
2: bad. It was so bad. It was laughable. But you couldn't hate the guy because you knew he was overmatched, and the fans got what they wanted. So, and he's a great. Special teams coach. Oh yes, without question. Oh, he always has yeah. been.
1: Yeah. I mean, he he was awesome in BC. Loved him.
2: And it's it's fun watching him blow a gasket on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. When he gets mad at, at a penalty oh.
1: Can you imagine Jeff Reinebold being the special teams coordinator in two thousand and nine for Saskatchewan? <laughs>
0: You would have been on the field.
1: He'd have gone down there
0: and just started pummeling people. <laughs> I mean, oh. think
1: about that for a second. Wouldn't that oh be my hilarious? God. As it was, we had Travis Reed and and uh, what's his name, La Police lose their mind. Well, well, you know when
2: you see La Police throw the playbook down and throw his headset down. Yes. If that's Reinbold, that playbook and headset going through the window.
0: It's oh, going through yeah. the window, right? Yep. Yeah. There's glass flying everywhere.
2: Oh. And I think we need some footage like that in the CFL.
0: Hey, it, it gets people talking about the CFL. Those guys yeah. get they they get interest, uh,
2: so on. Well, people want to see what the cluster fucks all about. Yeah. Is this guy losing his mind?
1: Worth his weight in gold. I love the man. Uh, Everything about that guy is pretty cool. I mean, he spends all of his off-season surfing in Hawaii.
2: He even goes into how Canadian coaching has to get better. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a whole series of things to grow the game. A lot of it is coaching when they're kids. There's so many ways you can do this, but it all costs so much money that the CFL just doesn't have.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Where are we here? We gotta be getting close. We're almost at the end of the show and we still have a segment to do. Nick Lewis talking about how the Stampeders in 2000s fed off of each other. Was it that, or was it the brilliance of Marcus Crandall?
0: I had to put that in.
1: Oh, it was absolutely awesome. When I read that, I I almost fell off my chair. And it's so disappointing that Will left. I didn't actually realize he was leaving. I put that one specifically in for Will. I I didn't know he'd be. I would have brought this close. You know what? Can we move this until next week? Yep, that's fine. Yeah, yeah I have no problem doing that. Because uh, you know, I, we need to move this till next week, guys. I really don't have anything to say on this right now. Uh, I, it, it's it, this is a story for Will. What are we going to talk about? How many years
2: was Crandall in Calgary? One? Like Mark two? two.
0: One? I think it was just yeah, a couple years, if I'm not
2: mistaken. Yeah. And we've turned him into a legend.
1: I think we've talked yeah. about him longer than he's been there. <laughs>
2: hmm.
1: I, 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 seriously, I think so.
0: Um,
1: uh, let's as see. A as, long as a player. Was there three years. Three years it was 2001 years to 2004. 2004. Two years in Edmonton, went to the XFL, NFL Europe, and then he was four years, yeah, three three years, four years, four years in Calgary, and then another three years in four years in in Saskatchewan. He was once the offensive coordinator of the Edmonton Eskimos. I did not
0: know that. 2011 to 2012, he was offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach.
1: They Ooh. sucked. That was the
0: year BC won the Grey Cup. That's right, and they pummeled uh, Edmonton in the playoffs that year too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, Marcus Crandall. He's 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 an he's an icon.
0: Played for the Memphis Maniacs of the XFL. Yeah. The original XFL. The, the Scottish
1: Claymore. NFL Europe.
0: That reminds me, I was watching this Netflix TV show. I don't know if you guys have seen it called The Ranch, starring Ashton Kutcher, and there was one episode it's where he's. Summer than shit. Yeah, he's there wearing um, uh, an Ottawa Red Black t-shirt in
1: one episode. Yeah. Yeah. He wears a lot of CFL gear, actually. Yep. I- I've watched a few of the shows, and I've seen a lot of uh, highlights from it. I really don't mm-hmm. like him as an actor, but as a human being, he's amazing. Yep. Millions and millions I watch of dollars that, the show that, that for he Sam personally has put into uh, trying to stop the trafficking of children. Uh, yep. I cannot say anything bad about uh, Aston Kusher but he cannot act. I agree. Please get off the TV. And, and and that show, The Ranch. I like Sam Elliott. That sh- that show just destroys his image. Absolutely. Oh, I destroyed. disagree. I thought he. I think he's brilliant in it. Well, he is brilliant in it, but he's not a comedian. He shouldn't be in a comedy. Oh. I don't know. I mean, hey, he was fabulous in Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where Sam Elliott is. Or on a horse somewhere. The ranch just... No, it's just... That's just... To me, that's just the reincarnation of Corner Gas. What a the original different
0: tombstone. He's
1: still looks good, yeah. Just a just an absolute badass. And you're not a badass when you're in the on the show, the ranch, right? I mean, hey, that my friend is Wade Garrett. No shit. Exactly. No, no Love him. Love him. anyhow. Absolutely, the wrong thing. Should, Sam Elliott shouldn't have been in there. I don't think we t- we kind of touched on everything. I'm just kind. Of, I, I'm still totally. Rosie amazed- has a job.
0: Who? Umbrody. Oh, I don't. Know. Yeah, I just i got to say, when and if the CFO comes back, he will not be the commissioner. I can't imagine why they're going to keep him on for. No,
1: why we, do we you keep him on now?
2: Yeah. yeah. We we can't put all the blame on him, but we can put a lot of it on him. I would go – I've been about 75% his fault, 25% the owner's. Well, the owners are the owners. Tell him what to do.
1: The, right. the owners have to take far more responsibility for his actions than 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 twenty five percent, because seriously, I don't believe that he's allowed to do anything without the owners' permission. So, the owners are are, are pulling the strings on this puppet, and they've got them all tangled up. You know you know those marionettes with the arms were going the wrong way because the strings are crossed <laughs> and everything else? I mean, that's really what Ambrosi is. It's just a total mess. It's a clusterfuck. And yes, he's doing absolutely everything wrong. He's doing it with permission. Yep. That's the scary part. Right? He really is. He's doing it with permission. And he... I don't know if the owners are just like him because he's the, because we can hate him instead of them. I mean, seriously, if they fired him right now, what would they do? They don't need a commissioner. BC doesn't need a general manager. Why does the CFL need a commissioner?
2: They could save several hundred thousand dollars. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm gonna. I think you know the only thing that can actually happen. Is That's
2: this.
1: This is kind of this, what it, it sounds
2: like, yeah. It's not too far off.
1: No, it's not. Okay, we're under a minute left in the show. I'm gonna call it a day. Uh, let's talk CFL podcast number four hundred and fifty-eight is in the books and in the archives. Check it out. Enjoy it. Have fun. I've been your host, Christopher Jones, and uh, I'm saying goodnight. And uh, Charles, do the same. Good night,
0: folks. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.
1: And
2: Mark. Good night, everybody. Talk to you next week.
1: William. William.
2: Go, Go, schooners.
0: Go schooners. Go, Schooners. Well,
1: good night, guys.